Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to another edition of your sports break as we will talk about some of the great events in sports history for May 17th in this edition. I can't believe we're halfway through May already and uh, going down the other side. And we have some great history that we're going to talk about some baseball, some football, some hockey, and uh, going to have a lot of fun doing it here, uh, remembering all these great legends and their great stories that they. Uh, they have set aside for us in sports history. Uh, but before we do, let's make sure you're aware of how to join our daily newsletter to get all this history early in the morning. First thing when you get up, delivered right to your email inbox, totally free. You can cancel at any time. Really easy to sign up for. You go to the show notes of this podcast or the top of jerseydispatch.com or pigskindispatch.com. Let's start off on the ice, the hockey arenas around the the country. And we have some great uh, top history of hockey for May 17th. And we have a a bunch of sites that uh, we'd love to go and join. And every day, even if we don't have this podcast on, uh, we're we're telling on this day history, we have some great links on Jersey Dispatch and Pigskin Dispatch that every single day that the newsletter will tell you about. And or you can just go to the sites and go to those front pages and they should be right there just like a, a morning newspaper and you get to look at all this history and it's evergreen and we have it rotating and every day comes up but with the daily events and you can even look back a couple days uh, prior too and or you go to the honest day section and you can look at any day you want so some stuff for hockey for may 17th is you know we have uh, the nhl.com has uh, you know shares that the islanders had their fourth consecutive Stanley Cup win. A St- Super Mario scored in a seventh straight game for the Penguins, and Ken Dryden became the first goalie to get an assist in a Stanley Cup playoff game. Now, on the Hooked on Hockey historic events of May 17th, the Hooked on Hockey.com presents such things as uh, Dino Cicerelli setting an NHL playoff scoring record, Yarmir Yager scoring a game winner for the third consecutive game, and so much more, uh, HookedOnHockey.com, another great site that we love to go to. Uh, we also go, found a new one for this date. It's a Minnesota hockey history, and they have a lot of different things that happened in hockey history with people and teams associated with the state of Minnesota for May 17th. We have a great link there. You can go and check out their wares as well. And uh, we go to our hockeyreference.com and NHL birthdays. All the current and former NHL players that were born on May 17th from hockeyreference.com. We have a shared link there to get you to them as well. Now let's uh, change gears and we're going to go to the realm of baseball. And we have a legendary Hall of Fame birthday today. Cool Papa Bell uh, was born May 17th, 1903 in Starkville, Missouri. He's a Baseball Hall of Fame center fielder. His real name is James Thomas Bell. And uh, Cool Papa played in the Negro League Baseballs from 1922 through 1946 season. Is considered to have been one of the fastest men 
ever to play the game of baseball. And with the legend of his speed still remembered to this modern day, you knew he had to be fast. Now his pro ball de- debut was with the St. Louis Stars of the Negro National League, the NNL, as a pitcher in 1922. And Bell earned his nickname in his first Negro League season. He was referred to as cool after strikeout standing player Oscar, Rob- Oscar Charleston and added Papa to the nickname because it sounded much better than just cool Bell. Cool Papa Bell, that's got definitely a ring to it. He also played with the Detroit Wolves, the Kansas City Monarchs, Santo Domingo, the Homestead Grays, the Pittsburgh Crawfers, the Alejandros Tampico, the Alejandros de Union Laguna, and Rojos Aguia Veracruz. I'm sorry with the Spanish, it's not a very good accent. Sultans de Monterrey, Memphis Red Sox, the Chicago American Giants, and uh, he ended his career there and was a Negro World Series champion 1943 and 44, eight-time All-Star, and a lifelong battering average of 337, and was placed into the Washington Nationals Ring of Honor. Definitely one of the most historic baseball players around, no matter what league. Cool Papa Bell is remembered on this day on his birthday. Now, there's so much more in Major League Baseball history, and we have some great sites that we'd love to go and listen to and read and check out. And uh, we have the birthdays of baseball players. Uh, MLB.com, salutes birthday boys of summer. You know, Cool Papa Bell, they're talking about Carlos May, Carlos Pena, Billy Hoft, Hal Carlson, and so many more. Cool Papa Bell is the only Hall of Famer that's on that list for today. Uh, also go to thisdayinbaseball.com as there are so many great events. Uh, they're talking about you know when the, the Al Spaulding's baseball became the official ball of Major League Baseball uh, on this day in history. Uh, Billy Hamilton, Rube Baudel, Lawrence Vaughn, Rubio Durazo, Bob McGrath, and so many more. Thisdayinbaseball.com, we have a link to get you to that as well. We also go to our friend Jay Daniels' uh, great website 1980sbaseball.com he fires you all the way back in the way back machine to over 40 years ago and sends us the news of uh, May 17th including uh, names like Porfrey Amaroto, Pascual Perez, Greg Matthews, Tom Newell, Rob Nelson, uh, Randy Bass, Orestes Destadre, uh, Reggie Ritter, Rocky Childress, Tom Dozier, and so many more. Make sure you check that out. Uh, 1980sbaseball.com with Jay Daniel, our buddy that uh, wrote that great book, Sud Series. And now let's go into some of the uniform numbers today from uh, jerseydispatch.com. And we'd love to salute those numbers. And how about May 17, 1925, Cleveland Indians center fielder Tris Speaker reached his 3,000th hit in his Major League Baseball career. In 1914, Speaker won the American League batting title with 193 hits, a 338 batting average, and boy, was he a good player. And uh, definitely, that's why he's a Hall of Famer. On May 17, 1970, Braves legend number 44, Hank Aaron, another great player, reached his 3,000 hit plateau for his Major League Baseball career. At the end of a quite illustrious career, Hammer and Hank had amassed 3,771 hits in his career. Great ball player. May 17, 1984, and it doesn't occur very often, but Cincinnati Reds ace pitcher Mario Soto, number 36, threw four strikeouts in one inning. That's something to, to check out and read up on. And uh, we have it covered on jerseydispatch.com for the May 17th in sports. Now let's jump over to the football side, jerseydispatch.com. We have some 
big events that happened. May 17, 1969, uh, we, we had a newspaper.com uh, headline of the day, and they gave out the 1969-70 NFL schedule, and it declared that the Baltimore Colts, Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers all agreed to go from the National Football League and join the 10 AFL franchises in a new American football conference in the NFL as part of the merger of the two rival leagues. This balanced out the conferences. They created the American Conference, the National Conference, uh, the Browns, the Colts, the Steelers were taken over there just to balance out. So both conferences had the same amount of teams, and now we don't know it any better than we you know, had back then, but I'm sure it was a, probably a big deal back then. Uh, having them defect and going over to the AFL teams. Now, some great uh, birthdays for this May 17th of Hall of Fame football players. 1912, Portsmouth, Virginia. Clarence Ace Parker, Duke University's quarterback halfback from 1934 to 1936, was born. He was uh, one of the most versatile stars ever to set foot on a college gridiron. He played quarterback, halfback, wide receiver, punter, kicker, safety, and was also returning kicks and punts. And his athletic prowess extended to Blue Devil baseball and basketball teams as well. And he uh, played under the Hall of Fame coach Wallace Wade as Ace led the Blue Devils football team to a 24-5 record and two Southern Conference championships during his career. In 1935, he averaged 7.4 yards rush uh, while punting for an average of 46.7 yards that's some great numbers and during the 1936 all-american season he averaged 5.8 yards for a total of 647 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns he was an early superstar and really made some splash plays which included they posted a 70 yard punt return against uh, north carolina state so he would punt the ball distant for his team, return it a long distance against the other team. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal there. Uh, he ended up going into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1955, and he uh, went into become a professional athlete in two different sports. He played 94 games as a shortstop for the Philadelphia Athletics, 1937-1938, uh, and he was a second-round pick in the 1937 NFL Draft. And uh, he ended up playing with the Brooklyn Dodgers from 1937 to 1941, earning league MVP honors in 1940, and taking part in the first ever televised football game in 1939. He was all NFL in 1938 through 1940, served his country in World War II, which interrupted his pro career, but in 1945 he returned for one final NFL season with the Boston Yanks. Now, he was memorialized in the Pro Football Hall of Fame when they enshrined him in 1972, and Boy, what a great uh, player he was. Uh, we talk a lot about him with our friend Larry Schmidt on our jersey number sevens on pigskindispatch.com. So make sure you check that out. So that's our history of sports for May 17th. Uh, we are so glad that you were able to join us today. We hope you join us each and every time we have a new podcast coming out, which is usually five to seven times per week. And like we said, days we don't have a podcast out, you know, check that YouTube channel. Or better yet, go to jerseydispatch.com or pigskindispatch.com or get our newsletter because we always have something coming out. You're going to have news every single day and a lot of it in sports history. So until next time, everybody, have a great sports history day. This penalty kill is almost over. I got to get back out on the ice. But thanks again for joining us for another great edition of Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow.
We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com, not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. You get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.